In today's episode, I pose the question, what is your relationship with fear? Now, I often talk to my coaching clients about the difference between being brave and having courage. I tend to be brave if I have the education, the experience, or the expertise to do something. But when I am not brave, I have to draw upon my courage. And courage always has an element of fear. So as we look at the importance of courage in leadership, we need to take a hard look at our relationship with fear. Now, we all have fear in our lives, and fear actually has a purpose. The goal in effective leadership is not necessarily to get rid of fear, but to make it a worthy partner. In fact, fear is designed to be your friend until you make it your boss. So we're going to take a look at what activates fear and some simple questions you can ask yourself as you decide if you should listen to fear because it's trying to keep you safe or not listen to fear because it's trying to keep you stuck. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey friend, are you a people-pleasing, conflict-avoiding leader? Is your secret relationship with fear affecting your leadership decisions? Do you want to learn how to build credibility and confidence or to navigate difficult conversations? Do you long to manage your time without sacrificing your family or self-care? Welcome to Leadership Becomes Her. I'm Becky Burrows, your host and a minister and life and leadership coach with over 50 years experience in leadership. I firmly believe God has given you everything you need to lead well. You have the toolbox. You just need to learn how to use the tools. So get comfy or start a mindless task. You know how to pause or rewind if you need to. Let's get started. all recall times when fear kept us safe, standing on the edge of a cliff and pulling back because of fear of falling over, not crossing the street because of the fear of getting hit by that car that's approaching too fast, deciding not to walk down that dark alley alone. Yes, fear has a purpose. It's designed to keep you safe. But we often give fear too much agency over our lives, and I think it's because we have a distorted relationship with fear. Let me explain what I mean. We all have a comfort zone, that invisible barrier between what I enjoy and what comes easily for me versus that point at which I'll have to take some kind of risk. For an introvert, for example, stepping out of their comfort zone might mean going to a party alone and interacting with strangers, applying for a job or or making a public speech or singing a solo or even Answering the teacher's questions in class is way outside the comfort zone for some. We like our comfort zone. It is familiar and comfortable, and I know how to do everything there. In my comfort zone, I am not scared or anxious or nervous. I am am confident and comfortable. Well, that's the beauty of the comfort zone. But there's a flip side to staying in my comfort zone. It also keeps me small and insignificant. There is no learning there. There's no growing there. There's no transformation there. All of the magic happens outside of my comfort zone. Think of everything you have ever accomplished in life, everything you did for the first time. Chances are it all happened outside of your comfort zone. Anytime you took a risk, you stepped outside of your comfort zone. 
when you chose a major in college, you stepped outside of your comfort zone. Any important relationship you have had has required stepping outside of your comfort zone. Any job you applied for or got had you firmly outside of your comfort zone. Becoming a parent, developing a new skill, doing something you've always wanted to do, any achievement in life or work all required that you take that courageous step outside of your comfort zone. But you can't step outside of your comfort zone without facing fear because fear lives on the border of my comfort zone, standing guard, protecting me, keeping me safe, and often keeping me stuck. And if I make a move to step outside of my comfort zone, fear wakes up and sounds the alarm. The alarm bells ring in my body. And in extreme cases, maybe Maybe my heart is pounding, my mouth gets dry, or I'm nauseous. Maybe adrenaline is surging through my body, my mind is racing, my skin gets clammy. Maybe my hands shake and my my knees get weak. In other situations, maybe fear is all in my mind as I picture everything that could go wrong. Maybe you experience one or all of these physiological changes to varying degrees depending on what it is you're about to do that's outside of your comfort zone because fear is trying to get your attention. If you make the move anyway to step outside of your comfort zone, fear has to shift because obviously it's so clear to fear that you're not going to listen to the alarms that fear is sounding. So fear moves around, expanding the borders of your comfort zone so that you can do that thing that you're determined to do. And then something beautiful happens. Because you took that step outside of your comfort zone, you now have a broader comfort zone. Now, it doesn't mean that the next time you try that same thing, you won't be scared, but you won't be as scared as you were the first time. Public speaking is a great example of this. The first time most of us take the stage, we're terrified. But the more you do it, the easier it gets until you can speak publicly without any fear at all. Now, you still may not enjoy it, but you can do it. And with practice, you can learn to do it well. So how do you know when you should listen to fear because it's trying to make you safe? How can you tell when you have made fear your boss? Ask yourself a few questions. Let's stick with the analogy of public speaking. So you've agreed to get up in front of these people and make a speech. And as it gets near, you're becoming more and more fearful to the point where you're ready to cancel the speech. So ask yourself, Did I agree to do this of my own volition? Yes, I did. Did I prepare my speech? Yes, I did. Did I practice my speech? Yeah, I did. Do I know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Is my speech going to serve the listener in some way? Yes, it is. Whatever questions you ask yourself, if the answers are yes, then thank fear for being a worthy partner. If the answer to any of these questions is no, then thank fear for protecting you and do what you need to do. Because fear is your friend until you make it your boss. Let's say you want to make a significant change in your ministry, but fear is holding you back. Ask yourself, have I prayed about this and do I feel this change in direction as God breathed? Have I talked to some stakeholders to get their input and buy-in? Have I listened to their concerns and made changes if needed? Have I thoroughly prepared for this change? Do I have the budget for this change? Is the timing right for this change? If the answers are yes, then thank fear for being a worthy partner. If the answer to any of these questions is no, 
then thank fear for protecting you and do what you need to do based on where the no's are. Maybe you find you need to involve others. Maybe you need to make the leadership of the church support, make sure they support the change. Maybe you need to implement the change slowly. Fear can be your friend until you make it your boss. Unfortunately, what happens all too often is that we experience fear and rather than work through it by asking ourselves questions, we use it as the reason to be stuck. And choosing to do nothing because you are afraid or because you don't know what to do is making a choice. You have made the choice to do nothing out of fear rather than working through the fear. It is then that you've taken fear from being your friend and partner to being your boss. And then you wonder why nothing is changing, why nothing is getting better. There are so many scriptures about fear, but one of my favorites is Isaiah 41.10, where the Lord says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. Oh, we serve a faithful God who always keeps his promises. And this is a wonderful promise to remember whenever I think I have to do scary things on my own and I don't tap in to the power source. I want to challenge you this week to examine an area in which you have a lot of fear. Ask yourself a series of questions to see if the fear is something you should pay attention to or not. I also challenge you to not be afraid to step outside of your comfort zone. Remember all of the times you have done that throughout your life and the many ways you have been blessed as a result. And there are more blessings to come. You just have to step out in faith. God is with you. He will strengthen you and he will help you. My next leadership boot camp for women in ministry starts in April of 2024 and it fills up fast. So go to our website, leadershipbootcampforwomeninministry.com to learn more or to register. We would love to see you there. I want to help you build a solid foundation upon which your leadership can stand tall. Hey, let's do this again next week. It is my prayer that this podcast inspired you, blessed you, or made you think. If so, please share it with a friend, subscribe, and please leave a review. Hey, I want to connect with you. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Send me a DM or email me at hello at beckyburrows.com. If you are a Christian woman who leads and you are interested in one of my leadership boot camps for women in ministry, this is a four-week workshop, or becoming part of a Kairos cohort year-long group coaching, send me a DM or an email for more information. We'll talk soon.